0: the fade the noise podcast with brad evans and nate lundy place your bets brad the big noise evans here joined by nathaniel lundy and it's been an eternity my man we've been uh celebrating isolated celebration self-isolation celebration i should say uh for the last several weeks the last of you heard us on the fade the noise podcast uh, the in-state tournament was still a thing A possibility Uh, there was still conference tournament action going on in NCAA basketball all that was squashed of course we're all hopefully self quarantined trying to flatten the curve right now but we are coming out of our shells we little hermit crabs and we're gonna break down the NFL draft today Lundy from a sports betting perspective you got some money you want to burn Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I've
1: been waiting for an opportunity to just light a pile on fire right in the middle of the back patio.
0: Well, there's a lot of piles that are on fire, and they're usually on my front stoop, and I'm just going to leave it at that. (laughs) Usually brown paper bags. Uh, But we're going to talk about Rob Gronkowski first uh, before we get to our fade Five. And, of course, the massive news, Gronk getting traded from New England in exchange for a fourth-round pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers reuniting, and it might feel so good, with Tom Brady in Western Florida. He's already passed his physical. The 24-7 title belt that he has of the WWE is going to have to wait. It's going to be set aside. Points bet. He's got some player props on him, and uh, I want to get your perspective. So, first off, 750.5 yards, over or
1: under? Under. Under. Um, I think there's a lot of mouths to feed there in Tampa, and yes, I know Gronk's is a very attractive one for TV 12 but I, Brad, I'm actually going to take the under on that. I think he finishes north of 600, probably north of 650. To me, 750 and yardage is too big of a number.
0: Uh, I am in agreement with you, my man. I'm taking the under as well. He is one pelvic thrust away from a second retirement, I fear, with that back. Uh, what about prop number two, five and a half TD receptions this fall over or under?
1: I am going to take the over on this one. I'm going to go with six. I'm barely getting over, but I am going to take the over on the five and a half. And it is because he doesn't need the yards to wind up being a threat in the end zone. And when we talk about Tom Terrific, we know that when you get down inside the red zone that Tom Brady understands that Gronk is a mismatch nightmare. You talk about the steaming piles on the front porch. That's what defenders feel like they're dealing with. They don't know what to do because trying to defend Gronk bad back and all inside the 20 is not easy to do. So I think he can get north of that number. But I do think that they have set that number really smart because right there at six feels like the target.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe an eight-touchdown a ceiling for him. I mean, you got Chris Godwin there. You got Mike Evans. Those guys stick out like sore thumbs inside the red zone. An Embarrassment of riches for Tom Brady. But it is a Gronk spike on the over on the five-and-a-half TD receptions this season by the Bay. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Here is today's... Fade five. Number five. All right. Numero uno on the docket. Of course, these are all NFL draft related. And this is a smorgasbord. I sampled from a variety of books, some from DraftKings, some from Points Bet, even one from FanDuel. So let's go ahead and get into it right now with numero cinco. Over or under 39.5. A pick for Jonathan Taylor, the talented running back out of the University of Wisconsin, the land of cheese curds and beer and bratwurst. I'm taking the over here at minus 110. This is being offered by DraftKings. Uh, there are a couple of teams to watch, and I think that could go running back inside the top 40 picks overall. Number one, Miami, because they have a host of picks, a suite of picks. Three in the first round, maybe they go running back there, but they, I think if they go running back, it's going to be DeAndre Swift out of the University of Georgia, not the pride of Madison. Though Detroit at number 35, it makes me a little bit nervous uh, they're gonna look for a complimentary rusher though John the Taylor a true blue workhorse. Uh, in his collegiate days, they are looking for a guy to be a one-two punch with Kerryon Johnson. who has got a ton of injury downside, but again, I like the over. I think he's going to be outside the top 40. I think he's got a chance to go either Atlanta at number 47 and team with Todd Gurley, or maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're hearing a lot of rumblings at number 49, but regardless of where he winds up, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a beast this season. A guy who was RB3 and yak per attempt at the collegiate level last year fade or follow lundy on jt
1: i am coming back with a vengeance with our return on the podcast i am fading you on this one (laughs) now here's the thing i actually agree with you when we start talking about the running backs i agree with you about deandre swift um however i think jonathan taylor is going to be an early day 2 pick i could yeah. even see somebody move up to yeah. be able to try to snag him because the the shine of running backs is not what it was decades ago within the nfl draft we all know that but you pointed out some teams that I think are desperate for a workhorse like what Taylor can do. So I think he winds up being a pick in the 30s, but I don't see him as a day one. I see him as an early day two. I think he's a guy that a lot of people will probably be talking about between the end of day one and the beginning of day two, and it wouldn't surprise me if some of that chatter leads to someone on their awesome war room Zoom call deciding that they want to move up a little bit on Friday and get him. So I think he checks in right Right around pick 36, 38, right in there. So I'm going to get him inside that over under of 39 and
0: a half. Hey, somebody pour me a summer shandy. Number four. All right, next up. Uh, let's go to where Jonathan Taylor came from, the University of Wisconsin, a member of the Big Ten Conference, the rough and rugged Big Ten. This is offered by PointsBet. Over or under five and a half Big Ten players taken in round one. I am taking the under on the 5.5 at plus 110, meaning you put down 100, you get 110 in return. Look, we know that Chase Young more likely going to go number 2 uh, to the Washington Redskins. Of course, he's a product of Ohio State. Jeff Okuda could go anywhere from 3 to 9, but he's going to be in that top 10. Another former Ohio State Buckeye. I think he's going to go to Detroit, potentially at number 3. Uh, you got Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, one of the top offensive linemen in this draft. Probably going to be a top 12 overall pick. Then it gets a little murky with some of the other Big Ten players. Yutir Gross Matos, the edge rusher out of Penn State, should go somewhere in the top 25. I believe that. AJ Espen, uh, Epinesa, edge rusher out of Iowa, also should be in that top 25 range. But really, the guy to watch here is Cesar Ruiz, the best center. Right now in this NFL draft class, a lot of prognosticators going, have him going maybe the last pick in round one to the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe going to the second to last pick in round one to the San Francisco 49ers. Others do not have him in there. My belief is he'll be one of the first guys taken on day two and then and the end result will be under the five and a half. Fade or follow, good Sir Lundy. I will follow you on this one because I like the logic that you've laid out. I do agree
1: with you that um, that offensive line, everybody's always trying to find that workhorse, especially when you can get them for cheap on that rookie contract, but you get that option year if you do in the first round but i agree with you i think this is going to come down uh to what happens with the niners and with the chiefs at 31 and 32 i think they will wind up keeping that number of big 10 players right at five and therefore i'll take the under. number three
0: all right moving on Uh, i know a lot of you that are quarantining right now or betting on the ponies uh because tvg is still in full effect uh, though there are Giddy up. <laughs> you know, you're laying some action down on the next Secretariat or Biscuit, And uh, I like the exactus. You know, we talk about that a lot in horse racing. And I'm going to apply it to the wide receivers and some thoroughbreds in this year's draft class because it's a very deep wide receiver class. This one being offered by DraftKings. Exact order Uno, Dos, Trace, Win, Play, Show. I got Judy, Lamb, and Rugs. Again, plus 350. Nice little payout there. I think really here, the team to watch are the New York Jets at number 11 because they could go a number of different directions. They could go wide receiver, but I think they were satisfied with the signing of Bashad Perriman. They got James Crowder there as well, though they lost Robbie Anderson to the Carolina Panthers. We'll have to see if they want to fill that void with one of these talented wideouts from this year's class. But I think they're going to go offensive line, and then the wide receiver run is going to begin, uh, potentially with the Las Vegas Raiders at number 12, the Niners at number 13, and the Denver Broncos at 15. And we're hearing a lot of whispers, a lot of rumor right now in the Mile High City that the Broncos are entertaining, maybe trading up uh, in, in into that 11 spot, maybe leave a little bit higher to secure the services of Jerry, Judy. That's how high they think of the kid outside or out of uh, Alabama. So again, it's all contingent on what the Jets do, but I believe it's going to go in order of Judy, Lamb, and Ruggs, one, two, three at wide receiver, fade or follow.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, I love the idea of the Exacta, Brad. I think you're right on with the horse racing analogy. I think it's a fun way to be able to get that plus 350 that we're talking about. I will tell you that I want to follow you on the idea of the bet. But, but, my friend, not so fast. Oh. I will fade you on the last two. I think it's gonna go Judy Ruggs and then cd lamb so i think you've got so for example if we're using the horse racing i might box those three but if Mm. i'm going exacta in my opinion i'm gonna flip-flop rugs and lamb so in a way
0: i'm following you but i'm doing just a slight fade away oh bummer Uh, somebody get me a saddle number two all right uh, let's move on to the next one uh jalen hurts like I was starting to generate some buzz, Lundy, and maybe I'm patting myself on the back. I've been talking about it on my SiriusXM show of the same name, Fade the Noise. Check it out 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Channel every Monday through Friday. But I think Hurts is one of the most criminally underrated quarterbacks in this draft. You know, everybody's talking about Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Tua, yada, yada, yada. But I think Jalen Hurts uh, could be a first-round talent. You know, a lot of people projecting him to go in day two. Uh, It's a heavy juice on the under at 16.5, an overall pick, according to DraftKings. And and the juice on the under is minus 182. But if you feel that he's going to be a top 60 pick, just take the extra step, man. And go with the first round selection of Dalen Hurts, which is plus 1,000 right now, according to DraftKings. You know, I could see Indianapolis uh, drafting uh, him, maybe trading up from their early second round pick and maybe packaging a couple of their second round picks to get back into the first round to acquire uh, the talented quarterback services out of Oklahoma, of course, formerly Alabama. Uh, but, you know, some of the other places he can go if he doesn't go in round one, the Chargers, Carolina, Jacksonville, even Pittsburgh or Baltimore with a backup there for Lamar Jackson with a multi-dimensional skill set. I love this kid. QB 9 adjusted completion percentage last season for OU. QB 7 in total deep air yards. Uh, 116.5 pass rating on Chucks Beyond 20 yards. Just carved up, people. And he can squat 585 pounds. Lundy. That's a small house. Dude's a monster. Going to be a fantasy stud. And I'm telling you, gut feeling says... Somebody's going to trade up in maybe Kansas City's position at number 32 overall and steal his services. Fade or follow.
1: Oh, take me back to 2018, my friend. I think we're going to see Jalen Hurts turn into a Lamar Jackson special. Somebody is going to entice Kansas City for that pick 32 And they are going to move up because I do think that what people have seen from Jalen Hurts, obviously coming from a very solid college pedigree, the Oklahoma, the Alabama. But I think they will see a guy there that has that tremendous upside. And therefore, some general manager, again, probably with a toddler in the background of their Zoom call, will decide, I'm going to move up. I'm going to take up to 32 so that I've got that option year. Yes, I'm rolling the dice. But if I'm going to roll the dice, I'm going to roll it on a quarterback. So I think as we sit two years removed from the same thing for Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, somebody is going to do it with Kansas City at that pick 32. And you are going to see Hurts go in the first round. And even if he doesn't, Brad, the value you talked about, plus 1,000. I'm all over that because I think that is a great value pick to make on a guy with upside, especially knowing how unpredictable the first day of the draft is.
0: I think Jalen Hurts could probably squat about 150 toddlers. Just throwing that out there. Number one. All right, last one. Top of the board. My favorite wager being offered. This one at FanDuel. 0.5. Running backs taken in round one. I am saying under. I don't think a single rusher... Goes the first 32 picks on Thursday night. Uh, You know, the only team that I could really see, maybe two, possibly, entertaining taking a rusher in round one, Miami at number 26. But this is all going to be contingent on whether or not the Dolphins trade up, potentially for Tua, or maybe even a Justin Herbert uh, at Detroit spot at number three. And they would probably have to package a couple of those first-round picks. Remember, they have three of them uh, to move up high enough to acquire one of those QB services. The other team to watch out for, here's Kansas City. And number thirty-two, but I think with Damien Williams and then the signing of DeAndre Washington, this franchise is satisfied enough. What they have on the depth chart right now, they may invest in a running back, but it's not going to be in round one. It's going to be much later in the draft. And it's plus one hundred and fifty right now. I just I don't see Swift going until day two. Same with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, same with some of the other talented running backs in this draft class. I think they're more likely to go with Detroit at number 35 or Miami at number 39. Again, I'm on the under .5 RBs taken in round one. Fade or follow. Uh, Brad, let's end on a high note. I will follow you on
1: this one, my friend. I do agree. I don't think anybody's going to go, and I think it's actually because of this top tier of wide receivers that we were just talking about when we were talking about our exacta. I think so many wide receivers are going to go off the board that there's going to be a focus there. I think there's going to be a focus on some of these top offensive line talent, the guys that we've already talked about, including a guy like Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. I think there's going to be a target there on the line. And by the time you do the line and the wide receiver, you are going to be a running back standing on the sideline waiting to hear your name on Friday. So I will follow you. I do not think we will see a running back go in round one.
0: All right, that is a wrap on this special edition of Feed the Noise. Follow us on Twitter, which are kindly, me at Noisy him at Nate Lundy. And also, drop a little rating review. I know it's been a minute. We apologize. Hopefully, we're going to have sports sometime soon, and we're going to get back to the daily grind of depleting your bank accounts overall. (laughs) And as always, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the... Noise.